I know you were talking about superstitions tonight. I am. And I know there's a lot of superstitions that everybody does just out of habit. Yes. And they don't really know why, but are there any that you actually believe in? I don't think so. I think I, quote, believe and do them because society has told me. Well, it's kind of tricky, right? Because yeah, you do it. Well, for me, it's I do it just in case. Yeah. And I won't talk about because I know you're going to get into them. So I don't want to start talking about something that you're going to be talking about. Yeah. But yeah, there's a certain something you do to ward off evil. And you know, it's just a superstition, but you do it, or at least I do it just in case it's factual. (laughs) So there has to be some belief in there. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like one of those things you can never be too careful. For me, I feel like it's partially because it's habit. And if I don't do it, it bothers me because it's such like a habit to do it. Yeah, some there's definitely are just, yeah, it's a habit and it would bother me if I didn't do it. Yeah. And then there's definitely some that I do that I do because I'm thinking, well, I don't really believe this, but I'm going to just in case. Yeah. So what's the difference between a superstition and a ritual? We have a ritual before our episodes. Yeah. I, w- I was going to say we burn the sage, but that would be disrespectful, right? Well, disrespectful how? That we're using it for the wrong purpose? <laughs> well, we're cleansing, as long <laughs> as you're using the right sage. Okay. So we don't do that yet, but we should. Yes. Well, is that hazardous to animals? Probably. All right. So maybe we don't burn the sage or we get rid of the animals. <laughs> <laughs> Getting rid of the animals will solve our (laughs) evil problems. (laughs) No, we're not getting rid of the animals. Okay. So, what do you have tonight? There's another ritual. What do you have tonight? (laughs) As you said, superstitions. Yes. Wow. I'm intrigued. (laughs) So, whether we realize it or not, most of us give in to superstitious behaviors. We have learned it's bad luck to walk under ladders we can't open umbrellas and doors and a lot of people including non-religious people say bless you when someone sneezes to start off i'm going to talk about how the number 13 became known as unlucky since it seems like a very well-known thing yeah i think it's probably one of the most common yeah Fear of the number 13 has its origins in Norse mythology. In a well-known tale, 12 gods were invited to dine at Valhalla. Loki, the god of strife and evil, crashed the party, raising the number of attendees to 13. The other gods tried to kick Loki out, and in the struggle, Baldur, the favorite among them, was killed. Scandinavian avoidance of 13-member dinner parties and dislike the number of 13 itself spread south through the rest of Europe. It was reinforced in the Christian era by the story of the Last Supper, at which Judas, the disciple who betrayed Jesus, was the 13th guest at the table. Many people still shy away from the number, but there is no statistical evidence that 13 is unlucky. I don't have a a lucky or unlucky number, but I know a lot of people have issues with odd numbers. Uh, For those of you... Well, no one can see this, <laughs> but he's glaring at me because I have an issue with odd numbers. 
I don't know what it is. I don't necessarily think they're unlucky. I just hate that you can't evenly distribute it. Sure you can. You can cut it in half. No, no, no. <laughs> Halves do not work. <laughs> okay, yeah. So the TV volume has to be on 13. No. I mean, <laughs> sorry. The, the TV volume has to be on an even number. Yes. The air conditioner has to be at an even temperature. I don't have much of a problem with that. As long as it's like as as cool or warm when it needs to be. As long as you can't see it. Yeah. All right. We also hear that it's bad luck to open an umbrella indoors. Some historians trace this belief back to ancient Egyptian times. Superstitions surrounding forage, sunshades were actually quite different and probably unrelated to the modern day one about rain gear. Most historians believe the warning against opening umbrellas inside originated more, much more recently in Victorian England. Scientist and author Charles Panati said in 18th century London, when metal-smoked waterproof umbrellas began to become a common rainy day sight, their stiff, clumsy spring mechanism made them hazards to open indoors. Originally spoked umbrella opening suddenly in a small room could seriously injure an adult or child or shatter a frangible object. Even a minor accident could provoke unpleasant words or a minor quarrel, themselves strokes of bad luck in family or among friends. Thus, the superstition arose as a deterrent to opening an umbrella indoors. See, this one seems more just common sense. Yeah. Something that came out of common sense. Like, don't start a chainsaw in a crowded elevator. What? (laughs) (laughs) That was just common sense. You don't know. I mean, you could say it's bad luck to uh, fire up a chainsaw in an elevator. Bad luck to everyone else (laughs) around, though. (laughs) No, but... Right? I mean, just common sense. Yeah, you don't open up an umbrella because you could hurt somebody. Or break something. Or break something. There's a little different than than some superstitions that come out of paranormal beliefs and stuff like that. Yeah. I I just don't do it because I feel like it's just weird to open an umbrella inside. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't do it because of that. You know, we were told not to do it. As for it being bad luck to walk under a leaning ladder, the superstition originated 5,000 years ago in ancient Egypt. A ladder leaning against a wall forms a triangle, and Egyptians regarded the shape as sacred. Triangles represented the trinity of gods, and passing through a triangle was considered disrespecting them. Centuries later, followers of Jesus Christ usurped the superstition, interpreting it in light of Christ's death. Panati explained, because a ladder had rested against the crucifix, it became a symbol of wickedness, betrayal, and death. Walking under a ladder courted misfortune. In the 1600s in England, criminals were forced to walk under a ladder on their way to the gallows. Now, I don't walk under a ladder because it just seems dangerous. I don't walk under it because of the superstition. Really? I don't know why, but yeah, I just try to avoid that. But I yeah, just it just it seems dangerous. Seem, yeah, it seems dangerous. I think I always think of like, I don't know, tools falling on top of me. I think I'm superstitious of climbing a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> that's scary too. Yeah. That's, I guess that scares me more than walking under a ladder. Now, I will say a superstition that had always worried me is that a broken mirror gives you seven years of bad luck. It was common in ancient Greece for people to consult with mirror seers who told their fortune by analyzing their reflections. Historian Milton Goldsmith explains divination was performed by means of water and a looking glass. 
The mirror was dipped into the water and a sick person was asked to look into the glass. If the image was distorted, it meant they were likely to die. If clear, they would live. In the first century AD, the Romans added to the superstition. During that time, it was believed that people's health changed in seven year cycles. Distorted images resulting from a broken mirror meant seven years of ill health and misfortune rather than death. I don't know if I fear like bad luck from it or glass breaking. <laughs> Again, for me, it's the yeah the bad luck part of it. Yeah, and it's and I guess you say I have to believe in it because you know I can I can say well I don't believe in it but just in case. Yeah. When you spill salt. Toss them over your left shoulder to avoid bad luck. It has been considered bad luck to spill salt for thousands of years. Around 3500 BC, the ancient Sumerians first took to reverse the bad luck of spilled salt by throwing a pinch of it over their left shoulders. This ritual spread to the Egyptians, the Assyrians, and later the Greeks. The superstition ultimately reflects how much people prize and still prize salt as a seasoning for food. The etymology of the word salary shows how high we value it. According to Panati, the Roman writer Petronius in the Satyricon originated not worth his salt as an opprobrium for Roman soldiers who were given special allowances for salt rations called salarium, salt money, the origin of our word salary. Some even believe that spilled salt represented an invitation for the devil to possess someone. But if they threw salt over their left shoulder, it would blind the devil who would no longer try to disturb them. That's how I remember it. It was, yeah, throwing the salt over your shoulder to blind the evil spirit. Yeah, I didn't know that that's why people did it, to blind the devil. I just imagine you being at, like, a restaurant, and you're, like, at a booth, and there's, like, that, like, little kid that's, like, nosy, and, like, looking over, and you, like, throw salt over (laughs) your shoulder. Salt in their eyes. (laughs) Oh. I remember people doing that a lot, but that that's one that I don't do. It's like I, I'm aware of it when I spill salt. That comes to mind. Yeah. But I don't. One, because <laughs> especially at home, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, collect the salt off the counter and then throw it over your shoulder onto the floor. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> okay. like go outside. I don't know. Yeah. I'm more like annoyed that I spilled salt to begin with. I don't think of. Go outside. Yeah. <laughs> hey, evil spirit, follow me outside. <laughs> I can throw this salt over my shoulder into your eyes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Another one that I actually do, and I don't know why, but it's something that if I don't do it, it just bothers me because it's a habit, is knocking on wood to prevent disappointment. I don't really do it for the disappointment reasons, just for it and not to jinx something. That's the one that I do all the time. Yeah. To not jinx something. Yeah. If I make a comment and I'm thinking, well, you know, just in case. Yeah. I'll go ahead and knock on wood. So that's one that I, I do pretty regularly. So the origin is questioned. It is one of the most prevalent superstitious customs in the U.S. Some credit to be from the ancient religious rite of touching a crucifix when taking an oath. Goldsmith wrote, among the ignorant peasants of Europe, it may have had its beginning in the habit of knocking loudly to keep out evil spirits. If there's, like, no wood around you, what do you do? Yeah, it's like, look for something that looks like wood or... Yeah, because I kind of, like, you know, pretend that there's, like, wood there and, like, knock oh, the air. <laughs> you know, I, I'll usually, oh, no wood, oh well. Yeah, but <laughs> I've seen people knock their heads, <laughs> and I never understood that. 
That's a, my head, my head's made of wood type of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I feel like this is probably a pretty common one everywhere. Is well, let's go back to the the knocking. Is there? Did you say that there are a number of times you're supposed to knock, or you just knock? I didn't read anything about there being a number of times. Okay, because I was think, I was thinking don't knock three times. Oh yeah, no yeah. knocking three <laughs> times. That's bad. I don't think there's like a specific number, but just. Don't and knock don't, three, don't do either three two or four. Okay. <laughs> See, that's why odd numbers are bad luck. Yes. Bad. <laughs> One that I feel is probably most common, I hear and see people do this the most, is always saying, God bless when someone sneezes. That's the one that do for no particular reason other than that's what we were told to do. Yeah. And now it's like, it feels wrong not to do it. Yeah, I always feel bad when like I don't like if I don't say bless you to someone. Because uh, I think about that every time I say it, it's like why you know this is so pointless. Yeah. But I would feel bad, like you said, I would feel bad if I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. And then I get offended when people don't say it to me. <laughs> that uh, that doesn't bother me if somebody doesn't say it to me. I think but... I don't care. I think I've just been in situations where, like, you're in a place, someone sneezes before you, people say bless you, and then you sneeze, and no one says bless you, and I'm yeah, like, well, wow. That, <laughs> that totally diss on that, yeah. Um, <laughs> in most English-speaking countries, it is polite to respond to another person's sneeze by saying, God bless you. Incantations of good luck have accompanied sneezes across different cultures for thousands of years, often tied to the belief that sneezes expelled evil spirits. Our particular custom began in the 6th century AD by explicit order of Pope Gregory the Great. A terrible plague was spreading through Italy at the time. The first symptom was severe chronic sneezing, and this was often quickly followed by death. Pope Gregory urged the healthy to pray for the sick and ordered that lighthearted responses to sneezes, such as, may you enjoy good health, be replaced by the more urgent, God bless you. If a person sneezed when alone, the Pope recommended that they say a prayer for themselves in the form of, God help me. Now, I feel like if I were to say, God help me, it's because I keep sneezing and it's just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you sneeze, you sneeze like five times in a row. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, here's a God bless you credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's five cute God bless you coupons. <laughs> Rather than sneeze, God bless you, sneeze, God bless you, sneeze. After the third one, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just say, bless you for yeah. all the sneezes you have. I'm tired of saying. <laughs> so I've seen people hang a horseshoe on their door, but I never realized that it represented good luck. I thought it was just some country decoration. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I know about it, is you you do it upright so the luck doesn't fall out. <laughs> yeah. That's I, I guess that kind of makes sense. But yeah, but why it's lucky? Yeah, kind of makes sense. It looks like a bowl. Yeah. You tip it upside down, it's gonna spill out. Yeah. Sure, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but why? Yeah. But it's like a horseshoe. Like, do horses put like our shoes facing up on their door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Go into the barn. <laughs> our shoes there. Yeah. So horseshoes are considered to be good luck charm in a wide range of cultures. Greeks believed the element of iron had the ability to ward off evil. 
Not only were they iron, but they were also the shape of the crescent moon, which was a symbol of fertility and good fortune. Belief in this talismanic power of horseshoes went from the Greeks to the Romans and then to the Christians. In the British Isles in the Middle Ages, when fears of witchcraft was rampant, people attached horseshoes open end up on the sides of their houses and doors. People thought witches feared horses and would shy away from any reminders. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was trying not to laugh, but... Where does that come from? Well, yeah, but... (laughs) Now, the iron, I can understand. I mean, I learned that on Supernatural. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That, uh... It warding off evil spirits. Iron wards off evil spirits. But witches... witches afraid of horses? I did not know that. Hmm, that's interesting. Now, uh, this one I will never understand, mainly because I am a huge cat lover, so any cat to me, I love. (laughs) But a black cat crossing your path is unlucky, or some believe is actually lucky. I've never heard it being considered lucky, though. Yeah, neither have I. Many cultures agree that black cats are a powerful omen, but have different views on if they are good or evil. The ancient Egyptians treasured all cats and believed that a black cat crossing your path is good luck. The positive reputation of black cats is recorded much later in the early 17th century in England. King Charles had a black cat as a pet. When the cat died, he is said to have said that his luck was gone. The alleged truth of the superstition was reinforced when he was arrested the next day and charged with high treason. During the Middle Ages, people in many other parts of Europe held the opposite belief. They thought black cats were companions of witches or even witches themselves in disguise. It was believed that a black cat crossing your path was an indication of bad luck, a sign that the devil was watching you. This appeared to be the main belief held by pilgrims when they came to America, which may explain why we have held a strong association between black cats and witchcraft to this day. Now, I believe in this one because your black cat (laughs) is darting across my path all the time in an attempt to kill me. No. (laughs) She's just active. I don't think it has anything to do with (laughs) it. Now, I could see where if she actually did kill me, then she would consider that good luck for herself. (laughs) (laughs) Say, wow, that was lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. No. I never really thought of it as being bad luck. Maybe I just never had a black cat cross my path before. If I maybe if I have, I like pet them. (laughs) Yeah, I don't I don't really buy into that, but I know a lot of people have something against black cats. People have something against cats. (laughs) Yeah. In general. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh your uncle had a black cat. Yeah. That got shot. Yeah. Uh, and luckily survived. And gasoline poured. Yeah. I wonder if that had anything but, to do with it. But I've heard many stories of people's cats coming home like that. Yeah, I imagine it was just because it was a cat. Which is like, I don't understand. Well, I don't understand harming the cats at all. No. But I also don't understand why cats are allowed to roam free. Yeah. <laughs> we can't let our dogs go out and do that. Yeah. Of course, dogs are a little more dangerous than than cats, but still, it's just weird to me that your pets can just go out and roam around. <laughs> yeah, I just wouldn't trust that. Well, I think for their safety, but I just wouldn't trust that my cat would come back home. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how people do that. You know, because I would be all constantly worried. Well, yeah. if, if I liked cats, 
I would be constantly worried about them when they're out and yeah. whether they're going to come back. Like you well, said. It's like when people train their dogs to like be off leashes. Like, how do you start off with that? Yeah. Yeah. How do you do that? Because I feel like our dogs would like be down <laughs> well, yeah, the of street. They <laughs> of course they would. They're not trained. <laughs> <laughs> but as for common superstitions, that's all I have. I do have some, a list of some that I have never heard before. What do you got? <laughs> I'm intrigued. I feel like they're interesting. Just to list off some, I'm not going to go into too much detail about them because I feel like that would take forever. But one is to never say happy birthday too early. I've heard of belated birthdays. Happy belated birthday. You ever heard happy early birthday? No, I've never heard that. Like if someone's not going to see you on your birthday? Well, I guess I don't have too many people wishing me happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never heard that. Yeah, apparently it brings bad luck. Don't place two mirrors opposite each other. Yeah, that, that seems creepy. Okay, a small explanation is that it opens a doorway for the devil. I've heard don't have your mirror across where you're sleeping. Weren't there like evil spirits in the mirrors? Well, yeah, some people believe that mirrors are just portals. The portal or there's an evil spirit in there looking out at you? Remember like we were talking about the doppelgangers? Yeah. So if you have mirrors across from each other, would they scare each other? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it gives them company (laughs) when you're not around. They're like plotting against you. (laughs) I don't know. I think mirrors against like opposite of each other is just cool. I like looking at like the infinite. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really have a problem with that. But I don't know if I'd want that in the house. I don't know if I'd want to be walking past that all the time and seeing this infinite. I feel like it'd be very like trippy. Yeah. So another one is never stick your chopstick straight up. Never heard this one. That sounds like a more of a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> never stick your chopstick straight up. Never, never stick, stick your, your chopstick, chopstick straight, straight up. up. <laughs> don't say it again. We can't say it three times or we'll be conjuring some Chinese devil. Japan. Oh, yeah. Japanese. Evil spirit. If you say, don't stick your chop... <laughs> don't... What was it again? <laughs> Never stick your chopstick straight up. Never stick your chopstick straight up. If you say that three times, you conjure an evil Japanese spirit. Yeah. I just made up a new superstition. It's just a big no-no. Okay. Just don't <laughs> do it. Okay. Also, just don't point your chopstick at anyone. That's just rude. You poke their eye out. (laughs) (laughs) Giving a penny if you receive something sharp. Now, I've heard not giving knives or sharp objects as like a present. But I guess if you do get one as a present, you're supposed to give the person a coin in return. Really? Hmm, Never heard that. I guess because it symbolizes severing a relationship. Also, I feel like if you were to give like a knife set to a couple who just got married, that's just bad luck. (laughs) Yeah, I heard that. Well, to me, the true crime part of me thinks that something didn't go right. (laughs) You mean if one of them used one of the knives on the other one, you would feel like you're to blame because you gave them the knives? (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to be a part of that. (laughs) They're going to get a knife set either way, so. I don't want to be the one that gives them (laughs) the weapon. Don't go home right after a funeral. Never heard that. 
So allegedly it's a bad spirit might follow you home. So a lot of people go to like the store or restaurant just in case. So you go to the store or restaurant and figure that they'll get bored. Yeah. Rather than continuing to follow you home. I guess. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or they'll like attach themselves to someone else. I'm assuming if if you're at the the cemetery. Yeah. One of the evil spirits might decide to walk home with you. Yeah. Whistling indoors invites evil. Hmm. Never heard that. I've never heard that either. Well, why indoors? Why not outdoors too? Yeah. I know in theater, it's bad to whistle backstage because I guess they used to use whistling as signals, you know, the backstage hand. Yeah. Of moving all the heavy whatever they have back there. Yeah. They would use whistling as signals. So if somebody were to whistle, it could be misinterpreted and somebody might do something that could hurt. Oh. You know, drop a whatever. I don't know what they call those things back there. Maybe the props and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, it's believed to summon demons, which is concerning because I've whistled inside. Well, you whistle all the time to get the dog's attention, right? Yeah. I guess technically we are summoning demons when we're whistling to get the dogs inside. I'm <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Another one is avoid sleeping with your head to the north. Avoid sleeping with your head to the north? Yeah. See, I, I've heard the opposite of that. When you're thinking about the energy of the universe, Mm -hmm. your head should be facing north. Well, this is in Japanese superstition that sleeping with your head in this direction is bad luck because that's how the deceased are laid to rest. Hmm. That's interesting. Following that is avoid sleeping with your head to the west because in Africa, if you sleep with your head to the west, the same superstition exists that that's how the deceased are laid. Well, I feel better now because I've always, our, our, the head of our bed is to the south. Oh. And I always thought that that was not I, good. Mine's to the north. Yeah, so, you're, <laughs> <laughs> so you need to flip yours around. No. Or just lay on the other side of the bed. Oh my gosh. Okay, one more. Because there are a lot. But this could take all day, I feel like. But... Last one is that stepping in dog poop isn't necessarily bad. (laughs) (laughs) I would argue that point. (laughs) Okay, so this one seems unlucky all around, but stepping in dog poop is actually considered good luck in France. If you do it with your left foot, it's only bad luck if you step with your right foot. I want to know if people intentionally step in dog poop. (laughs) Yeah, really. Or if it's just like an accidental thing. I want to meet the person who stepped in it and all of his friends were making fun of him and then he convinced them that it was good luck. Good luck. <laughs> That'd be kind of a funny story. <laughs> Is stepping in gum good luck too? Yeah, I don't know. Either way, for both of those, I'd just be mad. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't care uh, unless it brings me like a million dollars. Yeah, unless it wins the, the lottery. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, what, not, do people, not, like, step in dog poop and then, like, immediately go buy a lottery ticket? Or do you have to, like, buy a lottery ticket before? Before you clean the shoe? No, <laughs> no before you step in dog poop. I don't know. That's bizarre. Oh, my gosh. That it? Yes. So I have a couple that you didn't mention that, okay. that I know of. Okay, so there's one if, if a clock 
in the house breaks, you need to fix it immediately because there is a superstition that if a clock that isn't working chimes, that signals that somebody is going to die. Oh. And I think that revolves around when people would die, they would actually stop the clock, probably just to signify the time of death. Yeah, that's interesting. I've never heard that. Yeah. Uh, another one was a bird flying in the house signifies that somebody's going to die. And I remember a bird flying in our house when I was younger, but I don't remember if somebody actually died in the family. I've heard about like owls specifically, it being bad luck for them to fly into your house. I remember just as any bird, if any bird flew into your house. Hmm. Down south, they paint their porches blue. It comes from the belief that ghosts can't cross over water. So for some reason, they got it in their heads that if they paint their porch blue, that the ghost can't enter the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Talk about making stuff up just to make yourself feel better. Do they like put like little tiny waves like to make it look like water? <laughs> <laughs> Trick the ghost. There's a freaking raging river here. <laughs> I don't get that, though, because I've always heard that water actually attracts spirits because of its conductivity. Haven't like, you seen like bad spirits like in water yeah well, grabbing well, people and pulling them down yeah and wells right wells yeah wells are evil you know mm. uh what else um hanging fennel so the herb fennel yeah hanging it over your doorway will ward off witches and evil spirits oh and putting shoes on a table is considered i don't know if it's considered that somebody's going to die or just bad luck but that comes from when miners would pass away they would have their shoes on the table during the wake. Oh. So it's bad luck to... That's interesting. I feel like it's just gross to put your shoes on the table. Yeah, that especially if you stepped in dog poop. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that gives you, like, more look, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, that's it. That's all I could think of that um, I remember. Those are interesting. I've never heard of those. I, I feel like I didn't grow up with a lot of superstitions. Like, I've heard the... Saying bless you, the knocking on wood, black cat, the ladder, I guess all the common ones I talked about, but I never heard of anything like that. Yeah, I think we had a lot more superstitions back then. That makes sense. Back then, people were more like superstitious about things, especially when it came to like, you know, evil spirits and like witches. And like you said that, you know, now it's all habit, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's considered a superstition, but I've heard that, you know, saying good night and good morning to people was a thing back where a lot of people wouldn't survive through the night. I don't know if it was like during a plague or what, but like people would say good night as in like luck for them to wake in the morning and good morning for like, hmm. I don't know if it's like congratulating them for surviving the night, but it just like made it feel really eerie saying good night to people. Yeah. Oh, another common one, which you see it in movies and in TV a lot, where they have a theater and there's a light sitting in the middle of the stage. You know, yeah. that, that single light bulb on the pole? Yeah. Apparently, the superstition is that the last person who leaves the theater has to turn that light on. The superstition is that it allows the ghost in the theater light to perform at night. Aww. But it's most likely from the fact that they wanted to keep a light on because there's so many dangers in a theater. Yeah. You know, the orchestra pit, blah, yeah. blah, blah, that they'd have a light on so that you wouldn't kill yourself in there. Yeah. But. Well, I don't know. The one for letting spirits perform 
It's just yeah. really sweet. <laughs> Theaters have a lot of superstitions. I don't know if it's bad luck in theater, but when people say break a leg. Well, that's supposed to be, it's superstitious to say good luck, so they say break a leg. Yeah. Well, I heard it's break a leg because they hope you end up in a cast. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard that. Really? I think I heard that a couple of things, that the the curtain of the theater, the edge of it is called the leg. Uh That's one thing I heard. So if you break a leg, you've actually gone out on the stage and performed. Oh. And in the olden days, and like I think vaudeville and stuff, you didn't get paid if you didn't perform. So it yeah. was like break a leg. Another one I heard was that when people would throw flowers and stuff after the performance, the actors would bend down, bending their legs. So kind of from their straight leg to a bent leg, yeah. broken leg, break a leg, meaning breaking the, the straightness of your leg to bend down to pick up. So your performance was good and people threw stuff on stage, then you would have to bend your leg. Break your leg to uh, pick it up. Pick it up. What if people threw tomatoes? Yeah, <laughs> then you don't bend down to pick them up. Well, uh, I know, like for dance, like if you're doing like a dance performance, it's bad to say break a leg. Like that's bad luck. I don't remember what the saying you're supposed to say is, but it's really bad luck oh, really? to say break a leg. Yeah, that makes sense for dancers. <laughs> one other one I heard was that. And again, I don't know how any how true any of these are. It's just I've heard a lot of different variations of this. That instead of applauding, people used to stomp their feet. Huh. So break a leg, you know, get people to stomp their feet. Make a, hard the enough audience to break, break their, their legs. legs. <laughs> yeah. And again, not really being involved in the theater. Yeah. Definitely no expert on superstitions within the theater. But yeah. Anything else? You actually had sent me over an article about the most common superstitions in every state. And the most common superstition taking the top spot in 17 states is throwing the salt over your shoulder, which makes sense because I've heard that one a lot. That surprised me. I didn't think too many people, I don't hear that superstition very much. Really? Knock on wood, I would think would be the top one. Yeah, that is surprising that that's not the top one. Yeah. And believing that bad luck comes in threes is the second most popular superstition. Now that, sorry. No, I was just going to say which I believe because I have the belief that things break in threes. One item that breaks, breaks into three pieces? No, like <laughs> say your stove breaks and then yeah. the washer breaks. Yeah, like, that. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that seems pretty common. Again, I still would think that knocking on wood would beat that one. Yeah, I guess I've never really heard specifically that bad luck comes in threes. I hear people reference that quite often when something happens or somebody passes away. Oh yeah. my God, you know. Yeah. But it seems like I hear people saying knock on wood a lot more. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Another one that I actually didn't really see when I was researching is about lucky pennies picking up. You've never heard of that or? No, I didn't see it when I was researching. Oh. Which oh. I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I would think that would be high on the list too. Yeah. Um, of course, who cares about pennies anymore? Well, that's true. <laughs> well, I'd be curious of like what the history behind it is. We'll make a note. We could talk about it next episode. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't have no idea. I don't have no idea. I don't have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any idea why. Yeah. I just, you know, heard, you know, see a penny, pick it up all the day. You have good luck. Has to be heads. Otherwise, yeah. leave it alone. But anymore, I'm like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's heads or whatever. Yeah. I'm not picking it up. 
Now, if it's the right denomination, like a quarter, yeah. I probably will. Or a dollar. Go, well, yeah, a dollar, go wash my hands. But for a penny, no, I'll just leave it for the next person. Yeah, I don't take it because I want another person. Well, partially because it's gross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they pay, I want, it, pay it forward. Yeah, like I, the next I person. <laughs> want to let another person have, you know, a good day. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. I mean, like I said, there's many many superstitions from all over the world but that would take hours yeah all right so that was it yes all right well we're running long today so i guess we'll wrap it up with that okay and with that thank you very much for joining us make sure to visit next week for more weird and creepy stories don't forget to follow us on twitter and instagram at toilpass3 or email us at podcast at toilpass3.com good night good night